Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Hit and Run podcast, where conversation collides. My name is Robbie Alexander, and I am joined, as always, by... Natalie Dunn. Have you ever just needed, like, the taste of a certain food in your mouth? That was a hard start. Well, I'm just saying, because right before this, I was at the fridge, and I was like, I really just want to taste some chili con queso. So I just got a single chip out of the bag, and I dipped it into the chili con queso. Desert pepper. It's delicious. If you have it on your grocery store shelves, I suggest getting a jar because it will tantalize the taste buds. But I was like, I just want the taste. I just want the taste. I don't want a ton of chips. So I dipped it. And now for this whole podcast, I'll just taste cheese and pepper in my mouth. I usually clean with like a vinegar and water solution. And so whenever I do that, I'm always just like craving salt and vinegar chips for the rest of the day. From cleaning? Yeah. Well, when I clean with vinegar, all I can smell is the vinegar. And so then I want salt and vinegar chips. When I smell vinegar, I tend to go the other way because vinegar (laughs) smells disgusting. I really like the smell of vinegar. Now all I can picture is you cleaning with like the vinegar water solution and kind of looking around to see if anybody's there and just (laughs) knocking it back like a shot. When Mm. I was a kid, I used to literally like take a spoonful of vinegar. That's so gross. I don't think I've actually drank vinegar though, so I don't know if I'm one to judge. No, it's, it's pretty, pretty gross. Some people drink apple cider vinegar every day as like a health thing. My sister was doing that back in February. I don't know if she's still doing it, but she would send me and Cody a Snapchat every day and she's like, here's my shot of vinegar and we're like, you are a psycho. (laughs) If you don't like the taste of pure vinegar, then why would you drink it as a child? No, I do. You still do. It's just very intense. What does it taste like? Is it like a shot of vodka? No. It's like the taste of vinegar, but like times a thousand. It's just really strong. Like I said, I've never had (laughs) vinegar. The only time I use vinegar is Have you had like a vinaigrette dressing? Oh, raspberry vinaigrette. Or have you put vinegar on your french fries ever? No. Really? Like malt vinegar? Yeah. I haven't been that adventurous. I want to, but then the ketchup's right there, and it's what have I know. Have you ever had salt and vinegar chips? I think so. I was gonna say, I've had mayonnaise on my french fries. Ugh. That's a European That's thing. That's worse. That's what I said, <laughs> and then somebody got me to try it in college, and I was like, this is pretty good. I don't really mm. like mayo that much, though. It's so good. Well, mayo doesn't really agree with me, so. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Lactose intolerant. Not a fan. its ugly head again. I would highly recommend just trying just a little bit of vinegar on your fries sometime. It's real good. Or salt and vinegar chips. I mean, we've been friends for long enough. There's no way I've never like made you eat a super strong salt and vinegar chip. You haven't. I don't think you've ever made me eat a chip. We aren't the kind of friends that I thought we were then. I'm just going to go in the corner (laughs) and cry. I have have your bride squad cup. I think we're good enough friends. I think I'm going to revoke that. You can't. I will have (laughs) a, a death grip on that. I will have it at the wedding that weekend, sipping mimosas. <laughs> it will not leave my Good. side. I'll tuck it in my, my jacket, and then I'll kind of turn around during the ceremony and just shot a mimosa. <laughs> I don't think a mimosa is something you could call a shot. Depends on how much, you know, <laughs> sippy sippy you put in there, if you catch my drift. What is in a mimosa? Is it, It's vodka and orange juice, right? No, that's a, I think that's called a screwdriver. A mimosa is champagne and orange oh. juice. I don't think champagne is strong enough to be considered a shot. So maybe I'll do screwdrivers. I mean, I tend to drink like white wine mimosas, so it's just orange juice and white wine. Even wine, I wouldn't necessarily call it a shot. Well, if you have a whole bottle, that might be a shot. (laughs) 
If you can chug the whole bottle in just one swig, then that would be, I would call that a shot. Don't actually do that if you're listening. I would call that irresponsible. Unless you have the stomach for it. I'm just kidding. Don't do that. My friend yesterday, Joey, he had on Snapchat a bottle of whiskey and the caption said something along the lines like, here's a new bottle. And he just tipped his head back and started downing it. And I was like, please don't drink the whole bottle. Like, oh my God. And he didn't drink the whole (laughs) bottle. He had about three shots worth. This man... If you ever want to see somebody shotgun a beer, go watch him. It's kind of disturbing, but it's also really incredible. Like (laughs) under two seconds, we time him all the time. I don't know your friend, Joey, but I'm just picturing Ryan Wojcik, honestly. A little bit, yeah. Actually, same vibe. I kind of want the two to meet now. I think that would be dangerous. People like that should not be put in the same room together. Well, we'll lock them in the room, but we'll make sure the alcohol is not together. (laughs) That didn't make sense. We'll make sure there's zero alcohol, period. Yeah, that's what I meant to say. But no, you've never made me eat a chip. Have I ever made you eat a chip? Not that I can recall. Like I've never had you try a Ruffles all-dressed chip, Canada's official flavor of Ruffles. Ruffles, not a sponsor, (laughs) but you could be. Um, no, I don't think so. I've had all-dressed chips, though. Aren't they phenomenal? They're pretty good. They're so freaking good. Those, I'm pretty sure, have vinegar in them. Yeah, it's like salt and vinegar, ranch, and barbecue, I think, are the three flavors. See, I think you know what vinegar tastes like. You just can't, like, you can't think of it. I wouldn't want to drink it. Because if you've ever had anything with vinegar in it, you know what the taste is. It's just that, but isolated, you know? See, I think more salt than vinegar. I think my brain's trying to push it out. I just don't want a shot of (laughs) vinegar. I think that's what I'm trying to draw up right now. Okay. It's in my attendance number three. Don't do a (laughs) shot of vinegar. Man, the taste of chili con queso in my mouth is starting to fade, though. I should have just brought the jar in here. I panicked over the weekend, though, because I opened a new jar of it, and I only ate a little bit of it. And when you open those jars, you're supposed to put them back in the fridge, right? Uh Uh-huh. Well, the next morning, I go into my pantry, and I look, and the new (laughs) jar is sitting in the pantry, and I'm like, oh, no. I was like, "I I think I'm in the time limit still. So I threw it in the fridge, and I haven't got sick yet, and I've ate, you know... (laughs) quite a few chips with it so i think i'm uh i think i'm in the clear i can't even count the number of times i've like left like mayo or mustard or something just sit on the counter from like lunch and then it'll be mid-afternoon and sam will walk out into the kitchen and just like freak out and just like grab it and throw it in the fridge and it's like it's fine it's been like two hours especially mustard there's so much vinegar in mustard that it doesn't go bad is that why mustard is so strong is because it's Mm -hmm. mustard seed and vinegar yeah there's a vinegar base in mustard I'm pretty sure. I mean, I've never made mustard before, but the flavor is there, which I really like spicy mustard. Spicy mustard's good. Honey mustard mm-hmm. is even better. But like just regular mustard, it's a little bit goes a long way. Like if somebody puts too much ketchup on your burger, right? Like too much, I put in quotes. It's like, okay, I can power through this. But if somebody puts too much mustard on your burger, that's going in the trash. Nine out of 10 times. Mm-hmm. See, I'm the opposite. Really? You would eat a mustard soaked burger before a ketchup soaked burger. Too much ketchup and all you taste is ketchup. Okay, so we'll just draw it up right here right now. I have a shot of mustard (laughs) in one hand and a shot of ketchup in the other hand. Which one are you taking? Mm, Mustard, for sure. No, ketchup all day. (laughs) Because, okay, I don't want to do either, but if I did a shot of ketchup, I would recover way faster (laughs) than I did a shot of mustard. I just, I don't know. I prefer the taste of mustard over ketchup and I think I have more of a tolerance for, like, larger amounts of mustard, if that makes sense. Kind of related, but you mentioned just regular yellow mustard. There are only two things where I ever would specifically choose. Like if you have a jar of fancy, like gray poupon, like I was hoping fancy you would 
mustard. say Grey Poupon. My dad <laughs> quotes those old commercials all the time. Do you have any Grey Poupon? <laughs> mm, but of course. Mm-hmm. Just waves his driver and they drive away. All the guy wanted was a little Grey Poupon. So if you like have just like Grey Poupon and then like regular yellow mustard, mm-hmm. nine times out of ten I will pick the spicy mustard. There are two occasions in which I would pick specifically the yellow mustard over anything else. And that is for tater tots and oven baked chicken nuggets. <gasps> You're ruining both of those. You dip your tater tots in mustard and your chicken nuggets? Yeah. What else do you dip Listen, them in? Listen, I'm all for a good mustard-based barbecue sauce, but straight up mustard? What else do you dip them in? Ketchup. I mean, barbecue okay, sauce. sorry. Chicken nuggets was a bad example. You Mayonnaise. can dip chicken nuggets in many sauces. Okay, but back tater to tater tots. tots. Ketchup. What else do you dip them in? Mayonnaise. Barbecue sauce. The only other thing I would dip tater tots in is, and you're probably gonna, you're probably gonna hate me for this... <laughs> Vinegar. No. Malt You can vinegar. put vinegar on them, though. Mix ketchup and yellow mustard together, and then dip oh. your tater tots in that. No, thank you. There's a word for people that do that. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> See, I would mix mayonnaise and ketchup, because that gets you, like, very close mm. to a Big Mac sauce, or like a Thousand Island. Just reminds me how unoriginal those sauces are. <laughs> they don't have to be original, because they're so tasty. But again, with the mayo. <sighs> There's, isn't there pills for that? I know Jen um, used yeah, to have pills for that. Is mayo worth it, though? Oh, yes. Mayonnaise. Never, I just never liked mayo that much. Like, I've never... Say, say, okay, but here's here's the thing. Say the word full. Mayonnaise. Mayonnaise. If you say it like that, poof. Instantly better. <laughs> Tastes better. Sounds better. Not just mayonnaise, but mayonnaise. <laughs> Put a little punch on the mayo. The only thing that I've ever wanted to put mayo on that I won't eat without putting mayo on it is an egg sandwich, like a fried egg sandwich. I don't know why, but mayo and like a slice of American cheese and a fried egg on toast. That's like the perfect sandwich. I mean, that does sound good, but I've never thought of that. We are very different taste buds (laughs) here is what I'm starting to figure out. That's true, apparently. Sam makes grilled cheese with mayo instead of butter on the bread. You know, I've heard that and I haven't tried it yet, but a lot of people say that's a lot better as far as taste goes. I mean, it definitely tastes like you're eating mayo, like grilled mayo, which is not necessarily a bad thing. But to me, like the taste is still there Mm -hmm. and it's just, it's a distinct taste and it doesn't go away. So it like distracts from the pleasure of the grilled cheese sandwich. Now thoughts on this, a grilled mayonnaise and banana sandwich. Why? So my mom loves those, right? And I just thought, mom, what the crap? Turns out one of my favorite NASCAR drivers, that's right, I like NASCAR, Dale Earnhardt Jr., that's one of his favorite sandwiches, is a grilled banana and mayonnaise sandwich, and apparently that's like a big sandwich down south, and I'd never heard of it before. You want to hear an even crazier one? My grandmother, shout out to uh, Grandma Nina, she eats grape jelly and Limburger cheese. Grape jelly, gross, and then yes, I've never had agree. Limburger cheese, but I heard it's pretty potent. I don't like either of those things. I don't like anything grape at all, except for we actual grapes. We agree on something. There we go. <laughs> We're starting to dissect, or intersect, not dissect. I don't want to do that on this show. <laughs> 
I can see how those two flavors would like contrast, I guess, because they're both like extremely and like grape jelly is super sugary and just any cheese, but especially Limburger cheese is like very stanky. Yeah. So I can see how they would contrast. And if you like those things, maybe they're good together, but personally would not try. Now, another thing she does, which I thought was culinary genius, was I remember the one night we were spending the night and we got cookies and cream ice cream, like a tub of it after church because we go to Saturday night service and we all scooped it into our bowls and she got out the strawberry syrup and put strawberry syrup on her cookies and cream ice cream. And at first we're like, what are you doing, grandma? And then we thought about it for a little bit. And the more years that go by, the more we're like, she was on to something. She's an innovator. (laughs) Now see, what I always liked was when my grandma would make meatballs with grape jelly in the sauce. Have you ever had that? I haven't, but I could imagine. What else does she put in with it? Unless you're giving away like a secret recipe. I could see if you add certain ingredients with the grape jelly, that does sound good. Grape jelly and like, I'm gonna... (laughs) Grape jelly and uh, Worcestershire sauce. Oh, the old uh, Worcestershire sauce. (laughs) Yeah, I could see that being really good. Yeah, it sounds good just thinking about it, actually. Because it eventually kind of turns into like a, I don't know how to describe it, but kind of a... Like a gravy? Not even a gravy, like a barbecue sauce almost. Like a sweeter barbecue sauce. Remember those uh, sweet and sour meatballs that Kane would serve? Those were pretty good. The only time they served them, though, was the Kane Christmas party. And they were so (laughs) good. And I would always, like, get three plates of them and then, like, load up on the nog. And I would regret it all night, if you know what I mean. I do remember that. But it was always worth it. Always (laughs) worth it. And you got the Christmas cookies and, like, the other random food. That I do miss. That's one thing I miss about. I miss a lot of things about Adrian College. But when you get into the minute, that was one thing. That and uh, (laughs) breakfast and bingo. Mm, Yep, that was a good one. Well, the food number one was way better than what they usually served and it was still Sodexo. So I don't know what they were hiding on us the other 99% of the time. Number two, I'm still peeved that I never won bingo because (laughs) I would have ended up at Adrian probably, but the selling point was when they told me about bingo and I never won and I'm still salty about that. Speaking of salty, apparently there's this TikTok video going around where this girl has, I think they said KFC fries, which apparently now they do fries instead of wedges, but I digress. And she, they said it looked like snow on these fries because that's how much salt she puts on it. So I guess the next question is how much salt is too much salt? I'm the wrong person to ask that question. Are you salt intolerant too? There is never enough salt. Oh. That's part of the reason why I like vinegar so much. Intersection, you, back off. See, what you have to do is you have to ask Sam how much salt I put on things. Like, literally text him right now and just ask him how much salt I put on food. Because I would be curious to know how he answers that. Because it's absurd how much salt I put on food. It's really bad. I need to, like, tone it down. Is it just fries? Or, like, what do you put salt on? Everything. <laughs> okay, start listing. Well, obviously fries. Anything fried or, like, anything potato-based. Mashed potatoes, specifically. Lots of salt no. on those. You put Put sour cream and chives. And salt. No. Just salt goes on top. You don't want salt with all that creaminess. Macaroni and cheese, salt and pepper. That one I kind of understand, but I'm more leaning pepper than salt. But like craft macaroni. Like the out of the box? Yeah. I just had that. Actually, oh, I should (laughs) put pepper on it, but I don't think I would put more salt on it. I put salt on that. Let's see. I'm just trying to think of the things I eat on a regular basis. I would say the only things that I don't put extra salt on when I eat them would be like food 
that's already seasoned. I make like vegetarian enchiladas sometimes and like Ooh. I don't put salt on those obviously because they already have like a bunch of seasoning on them. Mm. I'm trying to think of like significant things that I put salt on. Obviously popcorn, put a lot See, of salt on popcorn. There's, a, there's too much though. I'd rather have more butter than more salt. Actually, I'd rather have caramel corn. Now the way to do it though, you can verify this also. Put the straw The way to do in. it. No, I don't do that. That's gross. It's really messy and it really didn't make a difference the one time I tried it. No, but you just put the extra butter on the top layer and then you get like a good layer of salt on that top and then the top layer is just like it's like candy like to me that's like candy just like those top pieces that are just coated in salt and the rest trickles down for an even distribution i'm worried to have your wedding food at the moment Because we are well, I'm not cooking it. opposites. Yeah, but we're going off of your taste. And I'm not saying change the menu because it's it's your wedding. And I, and I have to pick something that pleases everyone. No, it's your day. You're the bride. You get what you want. <laughs> if we don't like it, we will choke it down and lie and say we like it. I'm just going to have them make something really expensive for me. And then everyone else can have the basic chicken. Listen... That's not a bad thing. <laughs> free food is free food. I'll enjoy it. And we're anyways. gonna, you know, we're gonna go with a decent caterer. So the food will not be mediocre. Hopefully. Have you guys booked a caterer yet? How far in advance do you book a caterer for a wedding? So we had a bunch of tastings scheduled in April, and obviously those got canceled. So we were planning on booking a caterer by the end of April, but unfortunately we are on hold with all of that because all the caterers are well. Some of them are probably open again now, but the caterers were not open for a while. So. We we had to put that part on hold, but we're hoping to book a caterer like by the fall, but it's really the only major vendor we haven't booked yet. Now I know it's going to be a bit of a drive for them, but here's my suggestion. Take it or leave it. Whoever catered Charlie's wedding, <laughs> just get them for their mac and cheese. Their mac and cheese was so good. Phenomenal mac and cheese. That was the number one criteria on which we booked that caterer. Was there mac and cheese? Mm-hmm. Listen, blue cheese, 99% of the time, is too much in that mac and cheese just enough it was it was really good perfect so backstory charlie is a mutual friend from college she also went to my high school she's my best friend i planned her wedding and by i planned her wedding i mean she had really no opinions about her wedding and so i made most of the decisions for her but one of her very few criteria was that there had to be mac and cheese so when I was calling caterers like to make inquiries, that was one of the questions I asked them was, do you offer a mac and cheese option? And can it be an entree? Just like, hello, not a, do, not you, a side. do you serve mac and cheese? No, you <laughs> damn fool, click. <laughs> got really close like to the that, microphone right there. But that's how angry you were when you heard they didn't have mac and cheese. Well, I literally was like, all right, well, thanks. That, that's a, that's required, though. But this place was like, we can make you a custom loaded mac and cheese as an entree. And I was like, sold. That's it. That's all we need. And then we went and tried their food, and it was really good. So To be honest, I don't even remember the rest of the food that was at that wedding. <laughs> Besides, like, the fancy cupcakes and the cake. It was dessert mm-hmm. that she had hard cider at the open bar which, I mean, I'm a hard cider guy, so I was sold right there, too. And the mac and cheese. I mean, she had the trifecta going. Yep, it was solid. I actually um, tried all the different flavored cupcakes and icings without Charlie and just picked them because she didn't care. So they were actually the the cupcakes that I wanted. <laughs> And I ordered all the alcohol, and uh, I chose the menu for the caterer, so you're welcome. So your wedding's going to be... <laughs> so it was basically a preview of what my wedding will be. Phenomenal. I can. <laughs> I couldn't wait already, but now that we've had this little discussion, we're... Whew, I want to dream about this wedding food now. <laughs> 
Let's go. Also, Sam finally messaged back. His response was, way too much. We have it in common, sadly. LOL. And that was in response to how much salt Natalie puts on her food. So two <laughs> two salt freaks living in harmony. That's all we can we ask for. We were made for. for each other. You really were. And Sam's going to be so confused <laughs> now. And he's going to be like, why are you asking this question? And you know how we're going to respond? You can listen to the podcast. That's right. Him and everybody else can listen to this podcast and all previous episodes on our Podbean page, the hitandrunpodcast.com. You can also find us on Spotify. You can find us on Apple Podcasts. Leave us a rating. I've heard that's very good. You don't even have to say you like it as long as you type Gerflobble into the comments and that, you know, that's going to help us. So leave a comment, <laughs> leave a like in Apple Podcasts. Also follow us on Facebook, the Hit and Run Podcast. We post all of our episodes there. We also post all types of fun things. We'll do trivia sometimes. We'll do photos other times. We have a Spotify playlist from our last episode. If you listen to that, we started the 30 Day Song Challenge. We'll post that to our Facebook page. Just follow us on all the socials because when you do, it's going to be a real good time. So Natalie, what did we learn today? Today we learned that Robbie and I have very different tastes in food, specifically on the subjects of salt and vinegar. We also learned that all dads are a fan of the original Grey Poupon commercials. We learned that apparently dipping tater tots in mustard is cursed. And we learned that my fiance agrees that I use way too much salt. We also learned that mayonnaise is delicious, especially when you say it with a little punch on the mayo. We learned that ketchup is better than mustard if you have to have it in excess, that Charlie's wedding mac and cheese was phenomenal, and that Natalie really shouldn't drink that much vinegar because, yeah. (laughs) This has been the Hit and Run podcast. Thanks for joining us, and we'll speak at you next time.